0: In today's show, I'm looking ahead to Monday's action, streaming options, and what I'm watching for in the games. Michael Bolton, he's watching as well. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked Basketball. This episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Check out PrizePicks.com and use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're going to talk um, Monday's games. We've got nine games on Monday. We're going to look at streaming options. We're going to look at each game in a bit of detail as well. So let's crack on and have a look. And let's start with the Orlando Magic. (sighs) Flaming Mo Wagner. Wagner has played 24, 12, 18, and 17 minutes the last four games. He's a high-usage player when he plays. We have Mo Bumba questionable after missing a game on the weekend. Now, they did decide decide to start Robin Lopez in that position. But Evander just he's just sort of creeping in. He's just creeping in and playing you know, okay minutes and decent enough production where we have to pay, I think, some attention to, to what's going on there. Now, it might not mean anything, but with Anthony Bumber and Ross all questionable, maybe there's a role for him. And I'll watch Jalen Suggs, who I think over the last three to four days or three to four games has looked better. Now, some of that has been because Cole has been out. Let's see how he looks if Cole plays. But I am I am maintaining Suggs as a hold at this stage. For the Philadelphia 76ers, they started Matisse Thibel over Danny Green last game. Uh, Thibel, um, I think he's going to re- retain that spot. Green has played under 20 minutes in his two games back. I think that'll increase a little bit, but will Thibault be a 22-minute guy or a 30-minute guy? Watching how that distribution of minutes goes is going to be important. And then Joel Embiid, whose first game back put up gigantic numbers, first game back from COVID, obviously relegating Andre Drummond to the nothing pile. Can Embiid be more of the guy that we saw last year? Because before COVID, he was struggling a little bit. Wasn't getting the free throw calls. The efficiency was off. So let's see whether this has, because he got a ton of calls in that game as well. Let's see if this has uh, changed anything for Joel Embiid, and maybe the knee is feeling a little bit better with that three-week rest that he did have uh, due to the absence of, uh, well, not due to the absence, due to him acquiring COVID. Let's look at the Nuggets and the Heat now. I want to watch um, Zeke Naji because I think there is a possibility. I know Jeff Green is holding Maggiora Jr. spot at the moment, but I think there is a possibility that Naji can push in and get um, some more minutes. We do have Big Chungus, Nikola Jokic, still questionable. He's missed the last four straight games. Uh, the Nuggets, not coincidentally, have lost all four of those games. Whether Jokic returns is still a question mark. And I want to see Najee be able to push into a role maybe ahead of Jermichael, maybe ahead of Jeff Green. So let's see if he does anything. And then also Monty Morris, um, still can't ever really push into gigantic minutes, mainly 30 a night. it's Will Barton carrying things, but we know the big stiffy uh, Bones Highland is still questionable. Um, whether he plays or not, I don't know. But you know, Morris, i just like to see him elevate a little bit. And we haven't really seen that. For the Miami Heat over the weekend, we saw Tyler Hero um, sit out. And that meant that Gabe Vincent went bananas. Played 31 minutes along with Max Struess off the bench. Hero is questionable due to just general soreness. So if Hero is back, that'll eliminate Vincent's value. But if Hero is out, then we want to see Vincent you know, trying to replicate that. And I also want to watch for Bam Adebayo. Bam! Because let's be honest, he's been shit. Assists way down, not blocking shots, efficiency in the dunny. Like just everything's been bad. I'd like to see him turn it around, and I think some of those things can be turned around. He's not a high shot blocker. He's not going to get assists, but the efficiency can improve for Bam. So I'd like to see him do that because it has been a pretty rough run of things for him of late. We would like to see that turn around. The Pacers and the Timberwolves. Karis Levert. You know, getting some consistency, or me feeling confident consistently in him, is something I'd like to see. He's still clearly a hold, but at least yeah, you know, he's looking a bit better from his back injury, and how he is just you know, how usage is distributed between him and Brogdon and Sabonis is always a key thing. And then Justin Holiday, who I imagine will continue to start in this position over Cristobalte. Is there any chance he can move into 12-team territory? I say no, but maybe if he starts getting 33 a night, getting two steals with two and a half threes, like that's valuable enough. I don't think he's going to do it. But watching how his minutes look in comparison to, to a Duarte or a TJ McConnell, I think he's interesting. While for the Wolves, Jared Vanderbilt, I think he's a must-roster guy. I've got no doubt that he will continue to start. Pat Beverly will be out. And this is what they do in the other spot. It's been Torian Prince. It's been Jaden McDaniels. But Vanderbilt will start. I'd love for him to get 30 a night. It doesn't appear that Finch wants to do that. He does have some foul issues at times, Vandy. But watching him here will be interesting. And then Malik Beasley. Good game. Shit game. Like if he's playing 22 minutes a night without Beverly, which is what happened last time out, I'm obviously really worried about what his value is. I would like to hold one more game in a 12-team league, but if they're going to prioritize Prince and then limit Beasley and play like Leandro Balmaro 15 minutes, which is what happened last game, then I'm really worried about Beasley's 12-team viability. In fact, it probably the 12-team viability probably isn't there if those things do go down. But I'll tell you what is a viable option for you. That is Price Picks. Price Picks is DFS made easy. It's the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, offering more NBA DFS props than any other prop provider out there. It's not just the superstars, even the bench guys getting a handful of minutes, shout out to Tony now that you can get out there and put their uh, lines or predictions into a uh, into a lineup. Now it's just you versus the predictions on, on Price Picks. Very simple stuff. Go to sign up. That's the first step. Go to sign up. Use the promo code NBA and get 100% match deposit up to 100 bucks. And then when you go to create the lineup, whatever prop you want, prop points, threes, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, fantasy points, combine two to five together in an entry. You just pick the over-under of whatever prop it is you want. And that's it. Up to 10 times your entry can be yours if you do win. And it doesn't just have to be basketball. You can do multi-sport entries as well. Maybe you should do one on uh, how many touchdowns Tua Tagovailoa can throw next week after he just demolished the Carolina Panthers. Let's see how that all works together. Add them together. See if your lineup is. It's easy. 60 seconds. You can get a lineup done. Um, withdrawals are safe and fast as well. So head to prizepicks.com or download that app. Use the code NBA. PricePicks is daily fantasy made easy. If you're like me, sitting here watching Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins just go bananas and you know, be a real force in the in the NFL, uh, like I am, you got your live sports you watching one spot, you got your on-demand shows in another area, you got your highlights you watching on your phone, and then you got your neighbours, mates, logins, girlfriends, gardeners, misses, best mates, sisters, mum, for the other stuff. It's Much like that sentence, it's too convoluted. It's too confusing. Well, I'll tell you about a great way to finally get your TV together. It is called Direct TV Streaming. It brings live TV and on-demand favorites together in one place like never before so you can watch your favorite shows, movies, and uh, sports all in that one spot. No more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. That means, oh, sorry, you can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com, compatible device required and content varies by package. The Thunder Rockets, great name for a band, but this is the matchup we've got. Oklahoma City versus Houston, Joshie Giddy always watching him. Love that he's been pushing the usage and the efficiency up a little bit, looking pretty good. Um... Just found out that one of my mates is his manager now, which is awesome. Olgan, uh, one of the uh, yeah, preeminent basketball journalists in Australia, uh, is now moved over and uh, out of basketball journalism to be Josh Giddey's manager. So shout out to you, Olgan, for uh, for that position. Um, Josh Giddey uh, putting up great numbers. Also, Lou Dort really, really putting up some big ones at the moment. No, my son is also named Bort. Dort is shooting like at a ridiculous, like 50% on pull-up threes, which is not going to stick. Like that is going to come down. But he is showing increased usage with increased efficiency. So against this shit house Rockets team, again, Rockets team on on a uh, two-game winning streak. So maybe they're not that shit house. Let's see what Dort can do. Well, for the Rockets, there's no Jalen Green. Armani Brooks has been stepping into like an 18-minute bench roll. He's hitting an absolute crap ton of threes. Can he keep it up? I would say No but he's getting a lot of shots and there is opportunity there for him. So watching his spot in the rotation comparison to Garrison Matthews is key. While Eric Gordon continues to start, he can be at least a stream option with the absences there and his starting role. I wouldn't say he's a must roster 12 team league guy though. The Hornets and the Bulls. PJ Washington Jr. has started the last two games without Mason Plumley. He played big, big minutes the last time out and Plumley is out once again. So Washington should get big minutes. Going up just against Nick Vucevic and no other centers in the Bulls. So yeah, big big opportunity for him to maintain some really good value. And I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe I would, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does remain a starter. Kelly Ubre Jr., he's very inconsistent, but let's see what he can do against this Bulls team. Can he produce numbers for us? I'm not convinced that he's a 12-team league guy. For the Bulls, Kobe White looks dreadful nearly every game. I don't really see the role for him. I don't see the chance for him to become a 12 or 14 team league guy this season, but very happy to be proven wrong. So let's watch to see what his role looks like. And then the big fella that we did already reference, big uh, Nick Vucevic. It's Vucevic. It's Nick Vucevic, bitch. Field goal percentage, shocking. Usage, way down. I think one of those things will improve and it's not the usage, but let's see. Can he actually start to look comfortable in this team? Because he really hasn't at any point this season. That will be key... For his future the Wizards and the Spurs well I forgot with my format formatting there on the video which is absolutely horrible but you know we'll live with it Dan Gafford eight blocks the other day 28 minutes the game after outplaying Montrez Harrell his defense is key and I think what this illustrates is that if Gafford is playing well Harrell is not getting prioritized over him it's not Harrell is best in the sixth man role and we're still going to give him his 30 minutes and on that that's not how it's been Obviously, it's like Gafford is our starter. We love what he brings. If he's playing well, he gets the minutes. So that is really interesting to me to see whether Gafford can maintain that level of form and hold down at least 24 minutes. Well cantavius Caldwell-Pope, if you can read that mangled mess of words, he is playing, yes, yeah, solidly. I wouldn't say he's must roster by any stretch, but if you need some steals, if you need some threes, he can provide it, especially on days when players are out for the Wizards. Well, for the Spurs, I want to watch uh, your mate, my mate, Maximum Derek White. Maximum Derek. The shooting percentages are still terrible, but he is putting up solid numbers in other areas and the minutes have been pushing up and it's looking a little bit better for him, especially with Devin Vassell um, dealing with injury. At this point for Vassell, we don't know, I don't think, he's still listed as questionable as is Doug McDermott, which does help Derek White, but I'd like to see some shots going for Derek and also want to watch DeJounte Murray. Now I am planning, if I remember, to do an end of November award show, like all NBA, all-star type rosters And I think DeJounte might actually get an all-star nod. He's been that good. He's been awesome. He's taken the reins of this team, and he looks great. So I just want to watch him. So I think he looks awesome. He does occasionally have some efficiency issues. The Cavaliers and the Mavaliers. Ravishing Rick Rubio. The shooting for him has been um, horrific of late. I'd like to see that improve, but... I'd also like to see him play 33 minutes instead of whatever the Isaac Okoro bullshit is. But Rubio is a must-roster player still, even though it's been a little bit down. And then Darius Garland, one of my favorite young players in the entire NBA. I think that he can be... I don't... Well, again, I haven't looked at my all-star teams yet, but I don't think he's there. But to me, he's an all-star upside point guard, and I really like what I've seen. So just watching him. And then for the Mavericks, Muxi Kleber, one of the most interesting players at the moment. Coley Stein, shit house. Powell, terrible. Kleber, the guy. The guy to play next to Porzingis. If he gets 30 minutes again, I think he's already probably a must-add 12-team league player. If he gets 30 again, then he's a 12-team must-add player. Well, Tim Hardaway is the opposite. Just shocking. Like, he's a points-and-three streamer who's inconsistent and hurts your field goals. He's like more minutes Jordan Clarkson, but lower usage Jordan Clarkson. And that's not for everybody, especially in category leagues. The next game we take a look at is the Blazers and the Jazz. Um, Yeah, Yusuf Nurkic. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Tough matchup against Rudy Gobert. Can he produce? Like he's top 50 over the last two weeks, Snerkic. I just want 30 minutes a night. He can do it. Come on, Chauncey. I believe in him. I believe in you. And then um, I want to watch Anthony Simons because there is a chance that Storm and Norman Powell is out. He's questionable with this quad issue. And that will mean more usage and more minutes for Simons. Putting him into at least stream territory. He had a really hot start, dropped off, and the minutes have started to push back up for him at the moment at the expense of someone like Larry Nance. For the Jazz, Boyan Bogdanovich has been up and down. He has these nice shooting nights. He is a must-roster player. And just watching if he can get something sort of solid going. Well, Joe Ingles, again, some interesting games from him recently, but he's no more than a streamer. I really don't see him pushing into being a must-roster 12-team league guy. The last game we take a look at before we head into the streams... We are looking at the Pelicans and the Clippers. A lot of hype around Bill Hurn and Gomez at the moment. He's putting things together on gigantic field goal percentage, high usage, above or more minutes than he'd be expected to get, high assist rate. I don't believe in it long term but how his minutes get distributed alongside Valanciunas is going to be really interesting for me. And then Devontae Graham has been pretty bad. I think he's a 10 team drop. I think he's close to a 12 team league drop. I'd like to see how much this foot is bothering him. But if he's playing 23 minutes a night, there's very very hard to it's very very hard to have him as a must-roster guy. I am still holding for now though. And then onto the Clippers, Terrence Mann. Yeah, it's streaming, sure. Yeah, streaming in no worries. I don't really see any pop from him that makes me think must-roster. And then I'd like to see Serge Ibaka, but that's really a proxy for the three center rotation with Hartenstein and Zubats. Does Ibaka play in the back to back? I guess that's something we've got to look at coming back from his back, whatever injury that he had. There's still no Nick Batum, but yeah, Ibaka's playing time in comparison to those other guys is going to be really, really interesting. It's also interesting for me to tell you that Cyber Monday is here, and that means 20% off at Built Bar. Everything delicious and everything healthy. But you got to use our code locked twenty at Built Bar. There's a brand new Built Bar flavour to celebrate Cyber Monday as well. It is called caramel almond delight. It delivers everything it promises: caramelised chocolate, bang, almonds, double bang, delightful, bang bang bang. Be sure to get yours before they're gone. 150 grams of uh, 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and then we've got Little Bobby's favourite, the Built Bar puffs, the white chocolate cheesecake. Now we know that Little Bobby is. Very into anything about cheesies. Cheesies? Yes, mate, cheesies, but these time, cheesy cakes. So 140 calories, 17 grams of protein. Tis the season to save and to give little Bobby the taste bud, little Bobby's taste buds, the gift of Built Bar. Go to built.com for these incredible tasting new bars. 20% off everything. Head to built.com and the code is locked 20 before it is too late. Where do you want to place your sports bets? basketball, football, whatever, you know the number one spot with their updated and revamped website, it's Online. So head to BetOnline, your number one destination for all of your sports betting needs. So go to that updated site, use the mobile device, sign up today with our promo code locked on, and you can get a 50% welcome deposit bonus. It's not just football, it's not just the NBA, we've got college football, we've got college hoops, you've got NHL, you've got boxing, and you've got UFC, and, your favorite Vegas casino game. So don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers they've got for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at some back-to-back stream options. There's only one team that has the back-to-back on the Sunday, uh, sorry, on the Monday, Tuesday, and that is the Portland Trailblazers. So we're looking at Nassir Little, we're looking at Anthony Simons and Larry Nance. Good two-for-one option there to start off your week, as I detailed on the week seven weekly preview show, which you can go check. In terms of options just for Monday, nine catch streams, we're looking at Kleber, Darius Baisley, Malik Beasley, Contavius Caldwell Pope and Dorian Finney-Smith, Eric Gordon and Herbalife Jones. For deeper leagues, we're going Herb Jones, Garrison Matthews, Jeff Green, Alexei Pokhyshevsky, the artist formerly known as Torian Prince, KJ Martin, and Armani Brooks. And for points leagues, we're looking at Baisley. We're looking at Gordon, Kleber, Love, Bledsoe, Malik Beasley, and Jeremiah Robinson-Earl. And that will do it for me. I'll be back later on with a recap show, all of Sunday's action, a Watfo, an elaboration, all the news that's been a lot of as well. So we'll be back for that later on today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app, guys. We are done here. Actually, we're not done here on YouTube. Th- shove those thumbs right up the middle here. Ring the notification bell. Leave your comments, guys. We are done. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.